0: Good morning and welcome back to Pod Logic presented by Straight Up Podcasts. It is Straight Up Podcast birthday. Well, it well, it was on Monday, but you're getting this podcast on Thursday because uh, work got kind of hectic. I couldn't get the podcast recorded on Tuesday to go out Wednesday, so I'm recording it Wednesday to go out Thursday. But you don't care about that. What you want to hear is stuff about podcasting. So that's what I'll be talking about. And what this episode is going to cover is largely similar to what was in Monday's newsletter, which is basically I'm going to tell you all that I've learned in my two years operating a podcast podcast production company, podcast company, whatever you want to call it. So it was a dreary March. Actually, it was a bright and sunny March day in 2019 when Straight Up Podcasts was officially birthed through... The loins of the Texas government, and became what it is today. So, throughout these past two years, I've learned many things. There are many things that I do not know, but there are some things that I do know. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about running a, a business because one, I don't have employees, and that's something that I'll talk about. Uh, two, I'm 24, uh, so take everything that you hear with a grain of salt, but. I'm going to talk about things that have worked for me in making this company successful and allowing myself to be completely independent and run my own business and do something that I love. So we'll, we'll get into it. There's nine things. So, so strap in. All right. The first thing that I want to emphasize is that you need to love podcasting. And I say love in all caps, you have to love it people see dollar signs when they hear the word podcasting and just go in it for the cash. And just like any other career path, those people are going to flame out because the money does not come barreling through the door on day one. Do not be that person. We can smell you from a mile away. It is very clear and obvious when you see someone that's like, yeah, yeah, podcasting. Yeah. Spotify, three, a billion dollars. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. we, We get that. But and this goes for anything, this doesn't have to be just podcast specific, but if you want to build something that makes you financially independent from, quote unquote, the man, I guess, you need to be very passionate about what it is that you're doing. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that you need to have a service that people are willing to pay you for. What is that going to be? You can't just say, oh, I have a podcasting company and your company consists of a podcast that you host and produce. That's not a company. You need to have something that people pay you for on a recurring basis. So you need to decide what it is within podcasting that people are going to pay for, pay you for. So are you a full service production company like, like Straight Up is? Do you have a studio that people rent out to record? Do you edit podcasts? You don't have to do all of these things. You can just do one or two of these things. Do you help market and build up people's audiences? I don't do that. I do not do that. I don't, I don't pitch myself as an audience growth guy. I help make the podcast. I put them together. That's what I'm really good at. And I learn about marketing podcasts and building up podcast audiences just by doing this all the time. But that's not what I sell myself as. So pick what fits best for you and your skill set. Get really good at it and then let the world know about it. The third thing that you need to get started is operating capital and a lot of people don't want to hear this but you need money to do something like this so this means that you might have to start this as a side hustle until it's bringing in enough money for you to go full time i don't i can't tell you how long that takes um but you have to be realistic here if you want to make this like people you know that's a dream i want to start my own company It takes. It requires money from the start to start a company because you're going to have to be paying yourself little to nothing for a long time before you get enough traction to make this a full time business. You you hardly pay yourself anything doing something like this, and that that was me for the first like year year and a half of doing this. I I pay myself almost nothing. Everything that I make goes back into into the company. So you don't have to start it as a side hustle. You can try and go raise money. You can become a little mini venture capital money raiser person. And you can raise money from friends, family, mentors. You can put a percent of interest on paying that money back. You can uh, just get sort of a gift, I guess, if you are connected like that. Uh, You might be. I have no idea. Uh, Mentors in your life. Again, friends, family. You can go raise money for this, essentially, is what I'm saying. Um, That's another option. Now I'm gonna talk about three things that actually worked in building my company and building a podcast company. And then I'm gonna talk about three things that failed because I think it's really important to talk about the failures just as much as the things that worked. So the the first major key here that worked in building a podcast company is that you need to have one incredible service that anchors sort of everything, your cash flow. What is the What is the cash cow of your business? And this ties back to what I talked about earlier. The one thing that you are really good at. So for for me and my company, it's, it's editing, mixing, and mastering podcast audio. And so whatever that is for you, figure out what that is. Ideally, it has to be something that you enjoy. If you are not someone that likes editing podcasts and you want to start a podcast production company, you are in for a rude awakening, my friends. You are going to spend a lot of your time editing podcasts. So if you don't like editing podcasts, don't do this. Uh, but if you do, and you can sit through, you can, you know, you can sit through the same podcast conversation four times before sending it back to a client. Literally listening through the entire thing two to three to four times. That's something that you have to brace yourself for. So once you have whatever it is locked in, you can start to introduce more services to provide more value to clients, upsell yourself and increase the overall size of whatever your product, quote unquote, is, or in our case, a service that we're providing. But the one thing that you need to keep in mind is you should never don't you should never get away from the thing that's driving the majority of your business. If you find something that's working and then it is your cash cow, stick to that. Don't sacrifice the quality of your product, your core service, just because you think you can upsell a bunch of other shit to your clients because they'll pay you more for it. Once the core quality of what you're being paid for starts to suffer, your client can look at you and go, eh, he or she is not really doing a great job anymore. I mean, I'm paying for all of this stuff. But the reason I started working with you, that core anchor of our relationship is 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 suffering. What's going on here? So that's something you need to keep in mind. Number two, growing in your skill set, growing in your services that you offer, becoming better at it. Don't just start doing it and be like, okay, I, I, I watched a 10-minute tutorial on how to uh, cut and drag, edit podcasts. I'm going to now start upping my prices every single month. You have to actually show that you're improving and you have to because If the iPhone, think about the iPhone, if they just never improved upon the iPhone, people would get tired of it quickly and somebody else would provide a better product. If you're not going to get better at what you're doing for the people that pay you, you are going to get left behind because I guarantee you if there's somebody else out there that is getting better and working a lot harder than you are, I know that I'm that person to a lot of other people. I feel like I scare the shit out of a lot of people that are older than me that do exactly what I do. And that's, I guess, that's me having a mini mini ego. But I bust my fucking ass to to get really good at what I do. So, there you go. There's my two seconds of having an ego. All right, back to the back to the growing in your skill set thing. So, growing in your skill set also means not just going upward in the one skill set, but actually expanding out. So, when I talked about adding more services to your slew of 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 your product line, um something that i found was that i was saying this a lot i was saying this the following a lot to clients and they ended up not becoming clients because i was saying this sorry i only do audio podcasts i i I can't do video for you and in the back of my mind i'm like i have no fucking clue how to do video so i found myself saying this more and more often and the lead up to the pandemic and then boom like that i now have four months locked inside my apartment because apparently the air was poisonous. So. What better time than then to learn how to make video podcast? Uh, I can tell you for a fact that learning how to do video podcasting has been an absolute game changer for my business, and it helped expand on the core of what I do, which is creating podcasts for other people. So I can tell you this, you will be much happier and less stressed if you can provide two or more great services to 10 clients instead of one great service and nothing else to 20 clients do with that what you will. Finally, the third thing that worked is going the extra mile for clients. Developing real relationships with your clients is very critical. You're going to spend a lot of face-to-face time, whether that's over Zoom, in-person, video call. That's critical in them keeping you around and you wanting to be around them. You want to know who you're working with, and they want to know about you. And that is really key if you can build those personal relationships because they then trust you to refer you to people in their lives they have people come to them and say hey billy joe you have an incredible podcast and i heard you have an editor who who puts your podcast together oh it's it's uh it's you know uh sally jenkins she does a great job and they intro you and then you pitch your services and blah 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 blah, blah and then they refer you and so on and so on and so on and that means when i say going the extra mile it means Late night email chains when, you know, you feel like you're going to clock out at six o'clock. I promise you, you're not going to be clocking out at six o'clock. You are going to be always on the clock. Late night email chains, impromptu strategy calls, a whole slew of other things that don't fall under editing podcasts are things that I've had to do that create that extra value and make me irreplaceable. So going the extra mile for your clients and making sure that they know that you really, really care. That's what's really important. All right, finally, this has been a long episode, man three things that did not work, three things that I did that I failed at. So don't do these things that I did. So number one, I spread myself too thin. So I actually spent the first six months of building this company trying to be equal parts podcast editing and and podcast equipment sales. I was selling, I was hawking microphones and recorders and headphones and I was trying to, I did it a couple of times and I was like, damn, this is really good money. And then it started to falter and it started to affect the production services. And then the whole thing started to falter. And I was like, okay, I need to condense what I do and what I'm really good at. And that was podcast editing. And good thing I actually liked podcast editing because I hated selling equipment. I, I hated doing that, just it sucked. So ditching equipment sales and focusing fully on what was working was the most important change that I made that helped me turn a profit in this business. Number two, hiring contractors versus employees. So uh, hiring a full-time employee is incredibly expensive, especially when the amount of work for them is gonna vary month to month. So I didn't actually hire an employee. I got very close to doing that, but it would have been a mistake. And it's something that I realize now without actually having to have made that mistake. So I made the decision to find contractors that are high quality editors and producers in order to free up my time. And why would I wanna free up my time? So I can kick back and take a vacation? No, I'm not retired yet. Uh, I it was so I could go land the quote unquote, big fish clientele, the ones that would really start to get the business churning. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of headaches to try and find the right people. But when you do, the amount of time that you're going to save for yourself is massive. Last thing, last mistake that I made. I wasted a ton of money on mass marketing, $3,000 to be exact, which when you're 22 years old and starting a company, $3,000 is a lot of money. Um, And I spent it on one of these dumbass executive email lists in order to pitch my services to like CEOs and CFOs and presidents and people like that. Uh, I spent dozens of hours putting together the perfect cold email. And I don't think I even received a single response. I actually spent a lot, I actually spent a ton of time trying to get my money back from that company. Do not buy email lists. That is the dumbest thing you could do if you're doing a podcast company. So the what this point boils down to is, is paying for mass marketing for your services you are going to throw your net out to the world. Not everyone has a podcast. Not everyone wants to start a podcast. And even then, the people that do, not every one of them are gonna be able to afford to hire an editor or want to hire an editor. So this taught me in this specific industry, in the podcasting industry, it is all word of mouth. It's all the snowball effect. You find one client that you do great work for, they introduce you to clients two through 10. And clients two through 10 introduce you to clients 15 through 20. It's all referral basis. And this all ties together with you have to be passionate about what you do. You have to be really good at it. And you have to start with, you have to find some money to start with. That's the best thing that I can tell you. Um, That's it. That's all I can tell you. So I hope this was helpful in some way. Uh, Maybe if anything, it just gives you a little more insight on what my life is like and what my business experience has been like. I know this wasn't about specifically helping your podcast. So I understand if this episode doesn't do as well as the other ones, but that's okay. I just wanted to get this on the record and put out there for all of you to hear. And I really appreciate it. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, It really does make my week uh, when you do. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week, the last two days of the week, since this is Thursday when you're listening to this. I hope you have an even better weekend. And I will see you on Monday for the newsletter. And I'll see you next Wednesday for the podcast.